0: is ignored keep in mind that your existence in your workplace it's not by chance it doesn't matter what you do or where you do it whether you're a pastor a car mechanic an attorney a teacher a mom a used car salesperson your work it matters to god and he expects you to be his representative in your workplace and in your workplace to recognize that that's your mission field and in that mission field you may be the only Jesus your co-workers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks paycheck so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the Our Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith you think. Welcome to the IWork Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Martha, I had a verse for today. To get today is Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha. And each and every week on Tuesdays, together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha, we're gonna tackle a topic, a subject that relates to how we impact how our li- our work lives impact our marriages or how our marriages impact our work lives, but always it has to do with our relationships.
1: That's right. We feel that relationships are foundational to how we respond to those around us. And so we like to talk about it and find out from Scripture what we can learn.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things we realized years and years ago as we have been involved in marriage mentoring for 16 years, and we didn't train up to go be marriage mentors. We just found out that the Lord kept sending couples to us that just had problems, and we needed to help them talk through it and work through it and just speak truth into their lives. And so as we did that, we realized that entrepreneurs struggle way more than in their marriages on average because they have all these business troubles that they bring home because it's their responsibility, this business. And, and so we also realized that if stuff's going on at home, its impact in their work lives. And, and, and that's true with any of your coworkers and employees. If something's going on at home, they don't go back to the office and go, well, it's not bothering me here. I'm, I'm okay. It's, we've separated it.
1: Yeah. A lot of people like to believe that that can be the case, but ultimately what we're dealing with in our personal lives affects us. And so it's really important that we learn how to um, improve those situations and, and work through them and pray through them and, um, come to some resolution if it's, a, if it's a negative situation and learn from that so that it's not affecting your work in a negative way.
0: All right. So every week on Together on Tuesdays, we're going to tackle topics that, Im- that impact our, that we could talk about our relationships. We could talk about how our marriages impact our workplace, how our, our workplace impacts our marriages. I know I said that. I just want you to hear it. We focus Tuesdays on our most important relationships in our lives so that we're ready to take Christ in an effective manner to our workplaces and be that Jesus that people need to meet, the real Jesus, so that people have a chance to, to really know the truth in the gospel. That's why we do it. Hey, I got a verse for us today. It, it, it's from Ephesians 5, 22. Wives, be subject to your own husbands, as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is also the head of the church; he himself being the Savior of the body. But as the Christ is subject, excuse me, as the church is subject to Christ, so also wives be subject to your husbands in everything. Then it goes on to say, I love this. This is my favorite verse about husbands. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. It's so funny. The 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 sermons I heard when I was young always talked about wives being subject to their husbands. They never read that next verse. Husbands, love your wife just as Christ loved the church. Husbands, that's all you have to do. If you want to impact your marriage and make it awesome and incredible, all you have to do is love your wife like Christ loved the church. That's right. (laughs) That's That's right. That's all you got to do. That's right. Remember what Christ did for the church. Oh, yeah, he died for the church. It's Mm -hmm. a super duper high calling. And if you love your wife like Christ loved the church, no woman will ever have a problem being subject to your authority in the household because if you're you're leading in a Christ-like manner— every woman is wanting and desiring a man to lead her in this way
1: yeah it's really true and we you know often women don't understand it or know it but when you're following a godly leader um then you then you really understand what that all means
0: you know let's just talk really quickly before we come to the break about how christ has been working on our lives the last couple of weeks because really as we lead up to moving our show over to salem starting yesterday uh it is right here on faith talk 570 and 910 WTBN. It has been incredible how God continued to dot the I's and cross the T's. And we've got lots of things up in the air, but it's it's been fun just to feel his peace that, wow, this was an incredible move and really a great fit for us.
1: Yeah, it's been very great. And if anybody saw our Facebook post last night, I said, We like our new home. <laughs> and that's how we really felt yesterday. Yeah, we felt this was home.
0: Felt very, very welcome. That was awesome. We even got a cake after the show. That was very we good. We did. Yeah, cake, balloons was great. Lynn, our account representative here at uh, WTBN, really made us feel very welcome, along with Barb, the general manager. It's just awesome. It's time for our book highlight segment, brought to you, of course, by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Our book today is 10 Great Dates by Peter and Heather Larson, and David and Claudia Arp. This is a book, you know, why, why Why are we doing a book on dating? Well, we're doing a book on dating because as a husband and wife, dating is one of the most important things you do. How If you're, it, so many of us are so busy investing in our jobs, investing in our children, investing in our retirement. What good is retirement if you don't get to spend it together? Keep connected by dating each other on a daily, on a weekly basis, or if you have to, on a monthly basis. But this is a book, Martha, this is one that we got right out of the bookstore, mm-hmm. 10 Great Dates. As Why do you think that people should keep dating?
1: Well, like you said, so many times we are not intentional in that area of our life. And um, a book like this just gives you some great ideas and great background so that you actually make the time very purposeful and really... Are investing in each other because we were challenged years ago to not get to this point in our life when we're empty nesters and not even know each other anymore. And the only way you can get there is by spending time together and really having conversations and really um, enjoying each other's company.
0: Absolutely. So go out and get a copy of this book, 10 Great Dates. We're giving it away today. Call into the studio line now, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Ace is sitting by right now to take your phone call. And remember, you need to read this book. Don't wait for the movie. Hi, we're back live and in studio at Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBM. We're talking together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha. We're always talking about marriage-related topics. Today, we're just giving you an overview of what you can expect on a Tuesday. As Martha and I come on here, we're not marriage experts. Anybody that says that but well, they're not <laughs> because every marriage is different, every couple is different, every relationship is different, but we've got some ideas and we've got a lot of experience and we've worked with over 60 couples just coming alongside of them, helping them figure out their marriage in a better way. And really it's all about listening to your heavenly father and what he's got in store for your marriage. So Martha, we we spend one day a week talking about marriage and relationships. But this show is all about workplace ministry. From a woman's perspective, why do you think it's so important that we talk about marriage and relationships on a workplace ministry show?
1: Well, specifically from a woman's perspective, we intertwine everything. So, And of course, that's a generalization, but most women, um, this relationship over here that I may have with a friend intertwines with somebody that I work with, and that intertwines with what's going on at home, and it all... Um, combines together. So, so
0: wait a minute. You're, you're talking about the whole spaghetti waffle thing. <laughs> yes. all right. Men are like waffles. Women are like spaghetti. So you're able to put everything in a box. Compartmentalize it all, just like a nice little waffle. Square waffles, of course, not round waffles. That works better in the and illustration. Sp- yes. Spaghetti, yes. And then you, what does the spaghetti thing mean?
1: well that it all mixes together you you know it's very you don't separate out each noodle when you're eating your pasta it's all mixes together so as a woman um my relationships are very intertwined and i see them that way and i don't separate each situation necessarily because i see how they affect each other so one of the things that is we find really important about talking about marriage relationships on this show is because we all have relationships at work, whether it's a coworker, a boss, a customer, whatever it might be. Learning how to deal with those relationships in a better way makes you more effective and also somebody that people know that they can come to when they might be in a time of need.
0: You know, we've seen a lot. And we should maybe just take the spaghetti waffle thing because people might go, Jim, what? why are you talking about
1: food? Because we're hungry. No. <laughs> uh-
0: well, I am kind of hungry, but that's not. That's kind of beside the point. But the the, the whole thing about men, it, it's amazing that God God created us male and female in His image. He created them male and female, and so what's really important to understand is that when a husband and wife come together, they they complete the representation of the image of God. And God, in His intimate humor, uh, infinite and intimate humor, created us. We look sort of alike, but we totally think differently. I mean, men are able to, you know, one minute uh, their leg gets blown off and the next minute they're like, hey, you know, th- they could still be fighting and shooting co- even if their leg is blown off and and th- and it's just, we can compartmentalize, well, one minute we're angry, the next minute we're joking with our buddies and then we're hitting our golf ball. You know, I mean, it just, we're able to just segment our lives and it's it's great in times of emergency and need, but it is, it's not great when dealing with a woman when she's got emotional needs.
1: Yes. And and really learning from each other how we can take out the best of both of those qualities, too, because there are times when you're at work, you really do need to compartmentalize and you do need to say, you know what, my I need to leave this personal issue at the door because I need to respect the time that I'm a steward of and in my job. But at the same time, we still have those relationships around us, and we need to learn how to deal with them in an appropriate manner and uh, see how that affects the things that we do, too. Because the positive side of all that is, too, is you can become a way more effective employee and a much happier environment when you do have good, healthy relationships happening.
0: Well, I think it's important for the men listening today. If you're a man out there and you're like, what do you mean the spaghetti thing? Okay. I mean, in a woman's mind, everything is, this is, I've been taught this. I don't know this from personal experience, although Martha's told me this. I mean, everything is related. So if at the beginning, if you come home at the end of the day, say, hi, honey, how was your day? And whether she's, whether she's doing a full-time job working at home or she's working a full-time job somewhere else and coming home and working full-time again, you know, here's how my day was, honey, on the way to work, I spilled my coffee and my dress and I got to work and I was late for my meeting and then, and then my boss didn't say something nice to me and I a deadline and a report and then at lunchtime I spilled something on my dress and it was terrible and then I got home and the, the, I took the garbage out and the garbage spilled on the floor and then the dog well you know what the dog did and then the kids were being crabby and I, I put them in their rooms but then they started writing on the walls and today just hasn't been good <laughs> and, and, and women think like that don't you
1: yeah sure that's that's a day that's a <laughs> part of a day <laughs>
0: <laughs> and a lot of I mean, guys never think about that. they're like "Well, well what happened this morning doesn't impact me now now, if you drive on 275 or Elmerton Road or <laughs> any of these roads around Tampa Bay, your drive home may be a little stressful, but you know, we tend to just compartmentalize the craziness. Okay, so what are some of the things that we've seen impact a workplace that are going on at home? Well, I mean, for, what was the first thing that come to your mind? What's the first thing when you think of, here's something that goes on at home that starts impacting the workplace?
1: Um, if it gets so critical in a relationship that you're separated or divorced. Or going through that process yeah I mean, definitely when
0: somebody starts realizing that their marriage is in trouble it becomes their number one focus of their thoughts mm-hmm. and, and and you may think that they're handling it well but they're not handling it well nobody handles well death is the is excuse me divorce is the death that just keeps on giving it, it never goes away and it takes years to recover from it
1: well yeah and there's this tough balance that people are dealing with with you know, not wanting to be going through it and the reality of what might be happening and all of the the collateral damage that's happening along the way that they need to figure out.
0: If you're a married person, we always do it as a perspective of a married person, because honestly, in the United States of America, and certainly right here in Tampa Bay, we need to be working on our marriages. There's too many marriages failing for just stupid reasons, and lack of communication, lack of effort, lack of investment in your marriages, and we want to encourage you. This is something that is at our heart and our passion. Yes, we we have a workplace show where we're talking about how you can connect your faith into your workplace, but we're passionate about helping you make sure that while you're working really hard, you don't neglect your most important relationships, which is the one with your spouse and the ones with your children. But just a reminder, we have a book we're giving away today, 10 Great Dates. Call into the studio line now at 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673 to get a copy of the book, 10 Great Dates. Martha, right before the break, we were talking about the things that that are going on at home that impact the workplace and you said separation that leads into divorce how does that how does that from a woman's perspective how
1: does that impact the workplace well i just think that there's just so much that goes on with a situation like that from either perspective whether there's been um hurt or um you know whatever the cause might be for the situation that they're in you have a lot of things you're dealing with, everything from living situation to children, to family to just being hurt, um, angry, all of the those emotions. And um, that's a lot to deal with. And so it's really hard to turn that knob off at eight o'clock and go to work in the morning and then just turn it back on at the end of the day, especially if you've got legal things you're dealing with. Um, you know, I actually was thinking even outside of divorce when we used to have our insurance agency just dealing with a an accident, you know, a car accident and all that would be involved in that. So you take that and you elevate that to a relationship accident, you know, where you've collided and this is happening and falling apart, all of the the different elements that have to be dealt with on a daily basis and still honoring your job and and interacting with employees without, you know, snipping at them and Crying or whatever it might be, you know, there's just so much that your your life is affected by that it's really a difficult thing to then figure out how to how to function at work.
0: You know, one of the, when you said those words, I thought of something we used to tell all of our insurance customers. They call and say, "Hey, my wife and I are getting separated. My husband and I are getting separated. We're going through a divorce." I'd say, "Stop right now. Just keep in mind, you're as likely now as ever before to have a car accident because you're so distracted. That's right. You need to just change the way you drive because you are in serious danger. And it is almost a guarantee. Not only when you go through a divorce, do your finances get destroyed as if a nuclear bomb went off. Mm-hmm. Your car record usually gets destroyed because people are so distracted. Bad enough people talk on their cell phones. We were following a guy yesterday going across a Howard Franklin. He's got a trailer <laughs> and he's texting and weaving over the road. I finally just beat my horn. I couldn't take it. I was just like... St- Anyway.
1: (laughs) So he was distracted, and you're saying that uh, was a normal everyday. Oh, that's
0: normal everyday stuff. Imagine if you're going through a divorce. It's so, and and it, and and so divorce is one thing. And and as we say, this is something you just need to keep in mind. If everybody thinks, well, if I just get divorced, that's the easiest way to just get out of this. Well, let's just just clear that up right now. That is by far the stupidest thing anybody could ever say. Because divorce does not solve any problems, it just creates problems. More Now, there are sometimes rare occurrences where a marriage just shouldn't go on because of significant abuse in a relationship. But for the most part, most marriages are fixable if the husband and wife would humble themselves before the Lord and work through things. But so what were you going to say? Go ahead.
1: Well, so that's one of the reasons we do this show on Tuesdays is to talk about different tools, to talk about different opportunities that are out there for people to learn how to strengthen their relationships, how to work on their relationships, and how to make them not just maintain or survive, but grow and thrive and really do it in a way that honors the Lord and brings them closer together.
0: People just give up too easy today. And we're just trying to encourage you that we have seen miracles. And believe me, if we described them, which we can't, on the show, which we won't, there are so many examples of incredible marriages that have been saved despite the sin issues. Uh, It's just amazing. When two people humble themselves before the Lord, every marriage is savable. It doesn't matter what the Mm -hmm. sin is. Mm -hmm. It is it, it, two people humble before the Lord, it is fixable and savable.
1: But you never know. We may have a testimonial come on sometime on a Tuesday where we... Can, we actually open we can... up the phones? Well, no, or a guest that we bring on that has oh, a a, yeah. a story to tell about how God is, has worked in their life, and and uh, be able to share that with to be an encouragement to everybody listening.
0: That's a great idea. Last Tuesday we brought on Jay Lippy with JPL Institutes, and he talked about the People Map system, and he and he took Martha and I through the People Map system to help us understand the uh, how God created us and how that interaction creates a little conflict, and some conflict is unfixable. And he described Martha and I to the T. If you want to have the greatest laugh ever, my my, our children really enjoyed that show.
1: Yes, they did. And we've got those archives on our website.
0: Iworkforhim. dot com. Just click on the Art Radio Archives page, mm-hmm. and that would be last Tuesday, That's the seventeenth. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that right? No, or you can. They, no. They How can about search, this? It What's today's day? They can search. How about for, that would be the fourteenth, right?
1: They can search for People Map because yeah, we have a people search map. function.
0: That's so. very good. Okay, yeah. so divorce is one of those things—the death that just keeps on giving and giving and giving and giving. And like I said, I know I was going on my rant, but people say, "Well, divorce is just the easiest way. I just got to get this fixed." When you get divorced, your children, if you have children, they're never the same. Don't think that your kids are resilient, they'll just be fine. They're never the same. We deal with kids of divorce, that have been a result of a divorce or been through a divorce. They're thirty, they're forty, they're never the same. I met with one this morning, he's almost forty years old, he's never been the same. Period, end of story. Don't don't kid yourself. Don't don't ah, don't kid yourself. Ah, I just, that's all I can do. Is, ah. Okay. But the death of a spouse, another incredibly mm. painful thing that impacts people in the workplace. Uh, uh, somebody going through a terminal illness with their spouse, they bring that into the workplace. Just do yourself, your business, everybody a favor. Give that person a little bit of time off and just keep paying them because that's a horrible thing. And they may just get some time to really minister to the spouse as a spouse because sometimes terminal illness is just, I mean, being a caregiver is a tough deal.
1: Yes, it is. And that can go for parents or children as well. But here's how it impacts
0: the workplace. Here's what we've seen. We've seen you know, that somebody brings their problems to the workplace, they share them with people in the workplace, which mm-hmm. so now it disrupts other people. Other people start taking sides in a marital argument, which is not always healthy, because if you work out of marriage, everybody's still got your side and never got your husband or wife's side. But it, it brings disruption into the workplace.
1: And it can just really foster some negative gossip as well, which is not... What you want happening in the workplace for so many reasons and um i think that it's just really good to keep that in mind when you're talking with your coworkers. but if
0: you happen to be a, a, a supervisor or a manager or an owner and you've got a you've got an employee going through one of these things you know uh, terrible problems with their marriage a, a, a pending divorce a death of a spouse or a terminally ill spouse recognize that their productive productivity is going to go down but if they're a good employee, that's okay because as long as you love them through this, they'll come back. They will recover. Uh, but they need some special attention because their lives are upside down and they have no idea what to do with it.
1: Right. And it's just in good to have a really um, allowing your employees to be aware of what kind of environment you have. And for me, having an open-door policy, letting my employees know they can come talk to me. When they're really struggling, and you know what, let's take five minutes. Let's get you out of the limelight of the people around you and let you be real.
0: It is it, it, just something that every manager, owner, supervisor needs to know. And really as an employee, if you don't have one of those positions, but you're working alongside people that are going through these things, it's not an excuse for poor work habits, but it's an explanation and they need to be encouraged through it. And really work can become a, a place of refuge for people.
1: It really can because they can have something else being required of them rather than this emotional tug of war that they might be going through or the battle, some normalcy. You know, you just made me think of the word acknowledge and just acknowledging as a manager that you know what they're going through and that you want to, you know, sympathize with them. Um, I think that will help them a lot, too, because so that's, again, why we talk about it. So we can encourage those managers to say, what what do I do in this situation? How can I minister to my employees and still allow them to be productive. Well,
0: and I think that's probably the biggest reason why we're focusing on this today. Just trying to open up your ideas to why Together on Tuesdays is about with Jim and Martha, Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha. We gotta, <laughs> I got to get that down. I got to say that. that, that we focus on marriage and relationship issues because what goes on in your home, whatever that home looks like, it impacts your workplace. Mm-hmm. And, and, and But you as the, the coworker or the employer, you need to understand how this creates a monstrous opportunity for ministry.
1: Yeah, it really does because they're going to be the most vulnerable during any time of transition or something that they're struggling with, and you have that opportunity to speak truth in them that they may never hear.
0: Yeah, you know, but it takes time, and that's one of the things we mm-hmm. talked about a little bit yesterday. That the, one of the greatest opportunities—well, maybe we didn't talk about this yesterday. I was in my head or whatever. That <laughs> that as in a in the workplace, one of the number one um, things that a manager can do in a workplace—it's not to get these day-to-day tasks all done; it's to invest in your people. I remember when we had the conversation, we were talking about the five languages of appreciation, which is a show coming up in August. But it really is a a manager's job shouldn't be to have a bunch of tasks in in front of he or she, in front of him or her. It should be the people Hmm. and investing in those people. And if you're investing in those people, then you'll know on those days when they're down and out, when their countenance seems a little grayed, as it may be. And then we have that opportunity to just say, hey, what's going on And, and step aside.
1: Right. And that just that moment of them being able to be transparent and say, you know, I am kind of struggling with something. I didn't even realize how it might have been affecting my day. And just being able to acknowledge that, you know, you were acting different as a result of it. And how can I help you?
0: Well, and to pull them aside, when you're going to have that kind of a conversation with somebody, if all of a sudden it goes a little personal, just say, hey, let's go to my office. Because if you've got an office, go to, or if it's a coworker you're talking to, pull them aside and have that private conversation. <laughs> all right, Martha, we talked about the things that can impact your workplace, going on at home in a relationship, a, a marriage relationship, divorce, death of a spouse, and it can cause disruption, lack of work or less productive at work or poor work habits. But what we started talking about was the opportunities for ministry. When those things happen, how do we recognize those opportunities for ministry in the workplace?
1: Well, I think like we were saying, just getting to know your employees and know what's going on in their personal lives is a first step. Because if you know that they're Going through school, or they're just a newlywed, or uh, maybe their spouse just had a baby. If you know those things already, then you kind of know where they're at in life. So when you see something that's a change in behavior or how they're responding to somebody, you're aware that there's something causing that and able to, as somebody who cares about them and has shown that they care, actually ask them about it. Say, hey, what's going on? You know, how are things at home? Or how. You know, you seem a little distracted today or however you want to approach it. But that is the opportunity to start that ministry, too. But you've already been building it up by by being that trustworthy person in the workplace, whether you're a co-worker or a boss, that um, is know, they know you're there and they know that you're safe to talk to because they've not seen you gossiping. They've not seen you hearing one thing from one person and telling it to another. So setting that tone in the workplace is really important to being able to then to minister to them because you're not going to be hypocritical and you're not going to share their information with other people.
0: You know one of the things we talk about when we hire somebody that it's so critical those first couple of weeks when you hire a brand new person that you that you talk with them every day and then the next weeks you're talking about every week and then you start getting into that you know if they're not your direct report. You may not talk to them every week, but you may talk to them every month or quarterly or whatever. But if they're your direct report, you should be having a conversation with them every day so you can take their temperature, not with a thermometer, but with your mental thermometer. Where are they at? Because people get impacted every day. And we talked about some of those things, you know, that was, you know, marriage relationship impacts. Obviously, there's lots of people out there that are in relationships that aren't marriage relationships, and those tend to be even more rocky because there's less stability in, in, our, in our coworkers and employees, our friends that are living with people. Those relationships are very insecure because they never know when they're going to fall apart. And so there's, there's a lot of that going on. But what about issues with children? Because children are not perfect, and they do tend to cause issues at home, uh, at least some days. They I know do. our kids never did.
1: <laughs> they do, and why do you laugh
0: like that? I can't believe the kids. Just, I'm just, sorry, just, your mother's just, laughing. No,
1: I just love how you put that disclaimer out there. Um, but I, there is so much that can happen as a parent um, that can affect your um, time at work. Anything from them just being up sick at night and being exhausted from having mm, to deal with them, absolutely. just having a really bad cold or flu or a broken arm or whatever. Those kinds of things even can just affect. How you what you come how you come to work? A act. lot,
0: of, a lot of times. I'm sorry, I'm you, A lot of times, our kids hang out in a cess, a cesspool of disease, the school or a daycare, and they tend to bring those things home and share them.
1: Yeah, we, that's always, we teach them to share, but not yes, in that area.
0: Uh, it's just it's so unbelievable. So you, you bring up the being sick overnight. I mean, that's a tough thing. Being a parent and your kid gets sick. Why is it they always get sick at night? I don't know, but they always do. Uh, <laughs> it, but at least our kids always did. It, it, it just there's a lot of things, but not only a sick kid, but all right, how about if you've got a, a kid in, in a massive rebellion and, and, and they're threatening suicide or they're threatening to run away from home or maybe they have run away from home or, or they've gone to live with your brother or sister because they couldn't stand living in your home. Those or they get arrested. Those things are, are, are they really weigh heavy on men and women in the workplace because our kids are our
1: our blood. They are, and they're our responsibility, and it's our goal to raise them to be responsible, God-loving adults. And um, when they're going through a stage of rebellion or um, some kind of transition, something's happening, whether they're struggling at school, that's another thing. You know, when their grades start to drop and they just don't get it, and they lose interest because they just feel like they're fighting an uphill battle, those are all things that really are taxing on an adult who's trying to... You know I think of these things you think like at the end of the day I'm trying to do the best I can to do my job and to keep everybody together and and still get dinner on the table or whatever it might be you know there's so much responsibility that everyone has um so again um, being able to talk about it and have that opportunity to just say you know what maybe it's finding resources for them. maybe it's that serious or just saying hey do you need to get a tutor for your kid or do we you know, how, how can we be of help to you? But th- there are so many things, especially in a small company, that they can offer as um, benefits or um, things, you know, from a pool that can be uh, used to help in situations like that.
0: Sarcasm alert. All right. So if you ever want to fuel <laughs> rebellion in your children, just have marital problems. Hmm. If you want to uh, squelch rebellion in your children, make sure your kids know that you love your spouse. I mean, it's a huge thing. Children need to know that they live in a stable environment, and when their stable environment is rocked, an earthquake is, is happening because mom and dad are fighting all the time or are unwilling to humble themselves and apologize and ask forgiveness, children sense that stuff. Children are very intuitive. And if you want to fuel negative stuff in them, just keep working on destroying your marriage. If you want to fuel your kids' And, and feed into them in a powerful, incredible way so that they don't impact your workplace. Work on your marriage.
1: Yeah, we have no idea what all conversations kids are hearing at school. But you know they're coming to school and saying, my mom and dad are getting divorced. And they're hearing that from their friends. And we've had more than once we've had couples at our dinner table and their kids have said, well, if you're fighting, does that mean you're getting a divorce? They are it's the arguing. first place the kids go today. They may be arguing over you know, how much they spent on groceries that day, and it may be irrelevant to their marriage, is, but the a, kids don't understand
0: that. It's their kid's number one fear. Yeah. Kids who have married moms and dads, their number one fear is, are oh, my parents are going to get divorced? Yeah. Because so many they see it so much and it impacts so much of them. So what we're trying to do, we're talking about an I work for him today. We're talking about how your relationships and how your marriage impact your workplace. And if you're a manager, supervisor, owner of a business then you understand how when people come to work and they're suffering in their marriage or they're suffering in, in their children, you know, being an impact on their marriage or, or their their lives at home, you know how it impacts your workplace. But it's a huge opportunity for ministry and encouragement. You know, if somebody's got a rebellious kid, you can immediately give an opportunity to be a great example uh, for that uh, that husband or wife that works for you by saying well are you guys eating dinner together are you guys making sure that your family is a priority you know because our priority levels are supposed to be God first spouse number one ministry to your spouse but number two priority number three priority is your children but number one mission field is your children and then your work and your outside ministry comes after that but do you got things out of whack I mean you, you, as a as a manager, owner, supervisor, or coworker, you can ask people those tough questions when they're really down and out.
1: You can. And, you know, I just thought about this. If there's somebody listening that has somebody in their workplace that they want to encourage in their marriage, they could call in and get this book. And give it to them. Maybe they don't need it for themselves, but maybe they want to invest in somebody else and say, hey, you know what? I got this book on dating your spouse, and here's some great ideas for you.
0: Ten great dates. (laughs) Call right now. 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Call now. Get a copy of this book. We don't give away books because we make money on them. We give away books because we really want to enrich Tampa Bay. We're trying to take this city for Jesus Christ, and we're going to do it in the workplace, and each and every day we're trying to talk about how we can build up the workplace, and, and today we're talking about relationships, because the deeper your relationship is with your employees, the quicker, or your coworkers, it depends on the perspective that you have, the faster you can identify issues, because sometimes it's your own employee who is the one that's causing the issues in their own marriage. I mean, it, there are times when, when you've got an employee or a coworker who's just destroying their marriage because of their sinful behavior. And and nobody's telling them the truth because they got nobody in their life speaking truth to them. And so it's so important. Or if they don't know what to do with their kids, it's amazing how often uh, people don't today. They just don't know what to do with their own kids because they grew up in a broken household. And if they're still married today and they've got kids, they're like, I don't even know what to do.
1: Well, and it takes a lot of effort. And so being willing to minister to your coworkers and employees means you're gonna take some time and invest in them.
0: I, I think what's really important is is you as the Christ follower in the workplace, what an incredible example your marriage relationship, your relationship mm-hmm. with your children is to the other people you work with, whether you're a supervisor, manager, owner, or you're a coworker, our marriages in Christ are a huge light in the workplace.
1: Yeah, they are. And one thing that the first thing that came to my mind is somebody said one time they felt like it was really important to have a picture of their family with their spouse on their desk just to show, you know, this is really important to me. I really care for my family, and I would love to talk about them if anybody wants to hear.
0: <laughs> well, and it really is an opportunity for us to uh, to be an example. But I, I got to tell you, when people find out that Martha and I have been married for 29 years, they look at you like you're, wow, how? Yeah, I didn't even know it was possible. I mean, just the fact that we have committed to each other for life and we're not letting get things get in the way. They just want, they want, it's an encouragement to them just by the mere fact that we have made it work 29 years. It's possible. And I don't know how we did that. We're only 14. So, right. <laughs> uh, so. It, but it's, it. but that's an example. But the fact that we've got kids that love the Lord has nothing to do with how great a parents we are. We're just grateful to the Lord that, that he grabbed their hearts, but it was at least living transparently in front of them so they knew how we struggled in our faith.
1: That's Right. And one of the things that we talk about when we um, encourage people to join the I Work for Him Nation is committing to pray for their coworkers and employees. And I really think that's foundational to being willing to be used in their lives. You need to be praying for them and committing them to the Lord because without His help, we can't do it on our own.
0: And by praying for our coworkers and employees every day by name, mm. it, it's a powerful, powerful tool because as you find yourself praying for those people every day, you will feel the Holy Spirit just kind of massaging and nurturing your own heart, mind and soul towards those people so that you are more intuitive to how Their lives are impacting, their home lives are impacting their workplace. It gives you so many opportunities to really share. It's unbelievable. It's so powerful. Every Tuesday, Martha and I bring up relationship and marriage-related issues as they impact your workplace. And we always take it just from our perspective of we spend a lot of time mentoring people and marriage, doing marriage mentoring. And it's really a, a powerful tool we've been given just to help people work on those relationships.
1: Yeah, we just think it's so important. We want to make sure that we're investing into people, and you guys, as listeners, are taking things that you can apply back to your home and to your workplace. Because I think today in our culture, we just don't get enough of that from other people.
0: No, we really don't. Now on Fridays, we've got a special thing. We're a new thing we're doing here on I Work for Him.
1: Yeah, our Friday format is going to be called I Work For Him Radio Roundtable, and I'm excited about this. I think this is an opportunity for the listeners to call in or go on our Facebook page and post a question or a comment something that they want us to talk about that we may not have thought of or that's just relevant to their situation, we can maybe um, have some conversation about it.
0: We're excited about it. So if you want to email us any questions that you might have, just email us jim at iworkforhim.com or martha at iworkforhim.com. That's jim at iwork, the number for him.com dot com. And go out and check this stuff out on our webpage. We'd love to hear from you about questions you'd like to see us answer on how to apply your faith to your workplace.
1: Yeah, and we'll look forward to those and have them ready for us to discuss on Friday. We're Christ followers who own our own business, but ultimately, I I work work for him. Him.